the Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 14th chapter. Jesus said to the disciples, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, because he abides with you, and he will be in you. I will not leave you orphaned. I am coming to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Because I live, you will also live. On that day, you will know that I am in, the, am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. They who have my commandments and keep them are those who love me. And those who love me will be loved by my Father, and I will love them and reveal myself to them. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated and the children may come forward for a children's sermon. Kind of tired. That's okay. It's unanimous. It's unanimous. I got a question for you, as usual. Who can tell you what to do and you'll listen? Yeah. Parents? Okay. You'll try at the very least. Yes. Jesus. Jesus. Very good. We're going to come back on that one. Yeah. Siblings. Very good. Yeah. God. Very good. We're going to come back on that one too. Teachers. Very good. How many of you would say that between teachers and siblings and parents that you know you're supposed to listen, but sometimes you don't? Yeah. Okay, that one should be unanimous as well. <laughs> yeah, even when uh, you get older, I think I'm a little older than you all, you still have people that you listen to. I listen to my wife, I listen to my parents, I listen to my brothers, and even a few, and even a few of my friends. There's lots of people that tell me what to do, but I trust those people. I trust those people because I know that they love me, I know that they care for me, and they wouldn't say anything, or at least they would try not to, that would put me in a bad position. Let me come back on a second question. Do you listen to God and what God tells you to do? Yeah? Yeah. I hear some meh. Now, do you always listen to God? Do you always do what God would have you do? Not really. Hmm. Not really. So kind of the same place. Why, why, why is that? 
Because we can't hear what he says. We can't hear what he says. Ooh. Because he's way up there and we're, and we're way down here. I, I think there's something to that, yeah. Because maybe you're in a situation where it just doesn't really make sense. Yeah, we're having a hard time figuring it out, right? You ever get told by your parents that you're not listening? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes we find ourselves in that same situation with God. Sometimes we just forget to listen. We forget to look for those places where God would tell us what we're to be and what we're to do. In church, that's one of the places. Not just the sermon, but the whole worship service. Everything we do, everything that's listed out in that bulletin, is both worship and it tells us who we're to be and what we're to do. When we do communion when we baptize, everything we do together here as a church is meant to tell us and show us who we're supposed to be, what we're supposed to be, and who we are. That's one way of listening. Sunday school and, and prayers and devotions that we do with our family, that's another way of listening. And by yourselves, those times when you pray at school by yourself or at home by yourself or when you're running around playing, those are times of listening, too. Listening is important. Because just like with your parents, when they say you're not listening, you straighten up a little bit, at least we hope you do. You try to pay attention to what they're telling you to do, and sometimes you get it, sometimes you don't. It's the same with God. Take time in church, in reading, in your devotions, in prayer, to listen to what God is telling you to do and who God is calling you. As you know from being up here, God loves you. And that is God's primary message. But God does have work for us to do. To be good to one another and to share that love with the whole world. Did you hear that? Good. You were listening. Keep listening in every service you go to. Sound good? All right. Let us pray. God, we give you thanks. We give you thanks for speaking to us, even when we can't hear you, and for repeating yourself over and over again. We give you thanks for the people who lead us into good things, for our parents, for our siblings, for our friends. We give you thanks for leading us yourself into good things, into life with you, into love for one another. We ask that we might be able to hear you and keep listening our whole lives long. In your name we pray. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Same question. Who can tell you what to do and you'll listen? Who can tell you what to do and you'll listen? Already, I just...
I wish you could all be in my eyes because you're all just smirking to yourselves. <laughs> but not too many people. We're the same in that. Not too many people. I can count them on two hands, and that's on a good day. You only need one on a bad day. God, we're going to come back to that one. Boss. Boss, yeah. At work, boss. boss, yeah. (laughs) Well, hopefully both, but yeah. Work boss, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's people in our lives that we got to answer to whether we want to or not. Yeah. Sometimes spouses. I know that it takes a while for us to get there, and on our worst days, not so much, but sometimes spouses. More and more, Kristen has become for me that person that will call me to attention when I need to be called. And more and more, I listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying. It's hard, isn't it? It's hard. I imagine it keeps getting harder. Yeah, Anthony. Grandma and Grandpa. And our parents too, right? Our parents, our grandparents, whether they're still with us or whether they're not. We have a way of those voices being internalized. And as I've gotten older, I've found myself listening more and more intently and at least trying a little bit harder to understand what those directions are about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I found myself in a position the other day giving advice to one of my parents. And I simultaneously thought, this is weird and (laughs) this is cool. Yeah, sometimes you listen to your own... Kids and the ones around you that are younger, yeah. Aunts and uncles, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they're a little more gracious than our parents, but sometimes they have a way of saying things that sound like our parents, but they're a little bit different. Yeah. Close friends. I have a few folks that I went through school with, folks I have just met on life's journey. Those two, a few of them, have a way of calling me to attention, of knowing when I need to be woken up a little bit. There's not a whole lot of people, at least in my life, that have a way of doing that. There's plenty of people that are willing to give me direction. There's only a few people I trust with that. What do all those people have in common? Concern. Concern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Experience. Experience. Trust. Trust. But with the possible exception of bosses, and those are their own unique category, though maybe sometimes, there's a love there. There's an inherent understanding of that relationship, of how they wouldn't try to steer you wrong. Yeah, they're fallible. Yeah, they can get stuff wrong. But they're going to try to do their absolute best for you because... They love you because they care for you. Can God tell you what to do and you listen? Some yeses, some sideways heads. 
I think it's a worthwhile question. Can God tell us what to do and we listen? I think that's kind of at the crux of this text today. That first line is a part of Jesus' monologue of sorts. It's born out of that night, that Monday, Thursday night that we hear about every year. That time when Jesus took time to put a towel around his waist and wash his disciples' feet, dry them off, and say, do you know what I have done to you? And to give that new commandment, you should love one another just as I have loved you. By this, you will, they will know you are my disciples if you have love for one another. But he doesn't stop there. He keeps talking. He keeps talking for a few chapters. And this is part of it. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. The obedience of God, but more than that, listening to God. Taking time to hear God. To focus on what God would have us say. To be called to attention by God. It's a direct connection to the love of God, of dwelling with God, of being one of God's children. Can God tell us what to do? And we listen. I don't know about you, but I find myself in that in-between category. That category that, yes, tries to listen, but can also catch myself not listening. On more than one occasion, I can catch myself not paying attention. On more than one occasion, I can even catch myself shifting that voice that I'm trying to listen to slowly back towards my own. Where all of a sudden, exactly what I think is exactly what God thinks. That's a dangerous place to be. The great part about all the people that I listed beforehand, my spouse, my brothers, my parents a few of my friends, is that they don't sound like me. They don't think like me. Their voice is separate from my own, and that's one of the many, many reasons that I trust it. God's is the same. My voice is not God's. God's voice is God's. Can God tell us what to do when we listen? What does listening look like? It looks like that obedience. It looks like that understanding. It looks like being in line once again with the voice that we're listening to. We know what that looks like thanks to really good Sunday school teachers over time. We know what listening looks like thanks to very simple things like the Lord's Prayer. We know what listening looks like because we know what it looks like in many ways, both being surprised and expectant of what the kingdom come might be here in our world. We know what it looks like. So what do we do? What do we do when God's voice is sometimes the voice that we listen to, but sometimes the voice that we don't quite internalize or we miss or we forget or even at times we can't hear well it's the same thing as the children's sermon we start listening again we start listening in the places that we know 
We start listening in the places that surprise us. Like I said, everything in worship, not just the sermon and not just the text, everything in worship tells us who we are and what we should be. If nothing else, the sacraments are sure and defining moments. When God builds that foundation, that trust, that love, today, today, God will step down from heaven to dwell with us. And the motion that God will do to bring that relationship to birth is to break God's self for you and for all people, to shed God's own blood for you and for all people, to say that God gives God's self to you, not because you have listened well, not because you've understood good things, not because you've done these things correctly, but because this is who God is and this is what God does for you and for all. This is a voice we can trust. This is a voice that will not steer us wrong. This is a voice that is for our good and the good of the whole world. The voices that we trust will lead us into difficult places. The voices that we trust will challenge us and push us and at times aggravate us. But this voice is worth it. It is a good voice that comes to you this day. Can God tell you what to do and you'll listen? It's a worthwhile question. This voice will keep speaking in scripture and prayer in the friends and family that we trust in the sacraments and in worship. Thanks be to God for that voice. And I pray, just like in my youth, that I learn how to listen. God be with you. Amen.